way cash crisis works. Talking about Venezuela once again. They removed the one thousand RTD News, midday check-in. Excited to be back for a Tuesday. Uh, man, lots of things developing. And, of course, there's a lots of downward pressure due to the decision tomorrow of hiking interest rates, as well as on Thursday, the GDP numbers coming out, which, will, of course, will be negative. But we're getting uh, earnings reports from some major companies that uh, have carried a lot of weight in the overall indices, and so they're not doing too well. But to the most important part of all of this monetary transition is the countries that are doing things behind the scenes under the radar. And it all has to do with uh, utilizing gold for whatever is coming in the very near future for the global monetary system and that new currency that, of course, everyone's talking about now. So anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Won't be long as always. Just want to scan the service of some headlines, share my two cents on things. And of course, get your thoughts. So feel free to let me know what's on your mind in the chat. And then once again, due to time constraints, it's challenging to do, get my second live stream in. But I'm going to do the best I can to uh, get a live stream in this evening. So uh, definitely want you guys to tune back in then. And if you come across any news, any articles, any videos from any of your favorite comment creators, content creators, make sure you guys click the link below this video here. Join the Discord as well as the Telegram and share it there so people can stay plugged in. You know, best thing is if we're not live on air, we still, you know, interact uh, with each other via the socials to stay plugged in. So let's do that. So you're always welcome to do that. And before I move into some headlines, got to do some maintenance on my side. want to make sure I encourage everybody as best you can hit that bell notification as well as subscribe if you're coming across this for the first time. And I uh, would definitely love to have you guys plug in. And as I mentioned, beneath this video here within that uh, link, there's all the socials to get plugged in to uh, share thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. And also, uh, because outside of the erosion of the financial system, all due to debt imploding and us experiencing a uh, contraction of the economy due to the deflationary pressures on all this debt. If there's no stimulus, there's no expansion of these bubbles. So therefore, the air is seeping out in all of the overpriced assets. And that includes everything from real estate to the equities market to bond market, you name it. Uh, but then again, it provides a great opportunity for people to get their weight up because gold and silver at the core essence of everything, it is money. It's legal tender and it's been that way and it will always remain that way. And the goal is to help people realize the importance of having some of your possessions. So I know my people here uh, continue to get their weight up. And so I want to make sure I continue to remind and encourage new people. And so as always, uh, partnering with Bullion Max to try to put uh, bullion in people's hands. And so great opportunity here for a starter kit or just to add to your stack. So as you guys can see here, uh, there's one ounce of American Silver Eagle, one Australian Cougaran. There's a uh, kangaroo rather. There's one British Britannia. There's one silver bound uh, around Buffalo as well as a silver bar here. So a nice assortment uh, for those that want to get their weight up uh, at a discounted price. So consider that if you're interested. And then also, uh, I wanted you guys to connect to RT Locals. I, I do share things there as well. And I'm also looking to add other content creators also to share uh, content there as well, just to help get their word out as well. So if you're a content creator, definitely become a member there and you'll get a chance to uh, get your message out as well. So that's the goal as a part of the community. And also, if you want to be a blessing to the channel, I'm always looking for financial support to help with the hopeful, hopefully bringing on some people to the team, allowing me to free up time to do more content creation as well as uh, do more blogging and things like that uh, to keep you guys plugged in. So consider supporting the channel. And also, I've been doing this for eight or so years now. 
and we're in full bloom of the complete dollar demise. So there's nothing new here, but the goal is to continue to provide information. So I have all my prior work uh, here for people to stay plugged in and make sure you stay informed from all angles. And of course, the de-dollarization series uh, documents this entire transition. I got over 73 episodes uh, from the very start of this channel up until today. So, and also all my interviews talk to a lot of smart people and there's lots of knowledge there. That's the RT university. So free download, free books, you name it. It's all there waiting on you. If you guys are interested. So I encourage you to take advantage of it. If you have to be new to the community or if you're a part of the community, grab some things and share it with family, friends, let them think about something, get them something to chew on. All right. So let's jump right, right in real quick. Let's look at uh, what's happening in, with the markets, man. And of course, price doesn't matter at this current moment. It's all about possession. And so long as you have some, you're better than the majority because most people don't have any. But it's entertaining, to say the least, to see what the West Crime Max has been doing when it comes to the price of metals. And so right now, got a little green action for silver. But once again, 1862 uh, for silver is it's the most undervalued monetary instrument on the face of this earth. And it's being deliberately suppressed because once it breaks, that's all she wrote. And so I think this today's article has a lot to do with the desire for all of the BRICS nations to roll out their methods on which they will be able to set a new price discovery. So we're going to hear more about that. And uh, real quick, just looking at the markets, uh, looks like Dow Jones closed down, S&P down, NASDAQ down, small caps down. Uh, volatility index is up, though, and it looks like it's red all throughout the world. Brazil, I see Italy, Germany. Yeah, everybody's in the red. And uh, we got a little. So, of course, Russia's happens to be in the green because I don't think it's actually open <laughs> whatsoever. But anyway, lots of red all the way around the board. But it's to be expected, given the tightening into a depression. But anyway, here's some interesting stuff I want to bring to your attention, because it just plays into more of the overall game plan as to what's happening behind the scenes. And you better believe, you know, monetary metals play a major role in that. And look no further than the BRICS nations and what they're trying to do. So here's a headline and just some of the key words mentioned by Prime Minister Modi lets me know what the objective is behind this. And it's interesting that it's happening right now this week. Why not the end of this week? Not, not next. Why not next year? Why not? Why hasn't always already happened? These are all things that uh, you can just guess as to why right now before the end of this year and something breaks more than likely in my opinion but anyway real quick uh just skim through it and says prime minister narendra modi to launch an international an international bullion exchange on july 29th it says any international bullion exchange will facilitate efficient price discovery why not i mean so what exactly does he mean by efficient What's wrong with the current price discovery mechanisms with the current bullion market? Oh, because it'd be the Western nations have completely hijacked the price discovery of them due to the paper futures and everything of that nature. And it says, uh, with assurance of responsible sourcing and quality, apart from giving epines to financial to the financialization of gold in India. And so it looks like uh, he will also lay the foundation for their new financial hub, which is another thing that is being built out right now. And I had a chance to do some, uh, watch some, some uh, interesting photos or whatnot. And it looks like they have plans on basically turning their love for gold as a country and as a part of their culture and having it rise to the top to where they're going to, they're expecting to be major players in this next monetary order. And I imagine definitely this bullion exchange has a lot to do with it. And he shares more information here. 
But it says here, the prime minister during his visit will launch the Inter India International Bullion Exchange, which will facilitate our read that part. It says he quotes him as saying, this shall empower India to gain its rightful place in the global bullion market. It's rightful place. It's amazing that, you know, in his mind, they belong up somewhere where they can also help facilitate the price discovery and serve the global value chain with integrity and quality. So just seeing the idea of integrity and quality to me is more so like a shot at the current infrastructure that's in place and the lack thereof of integrity and quality. Just because over the last what four or five years, we've been talking about how uh, due to the repatriation, re repatriation of so much gold is in the Federal Reserve coffers, Germany, as well as I think Austria, if I'm not mistaken, they're not getting back their own gold bars that the Federal Reserve was supposed to be holding on to. And so there, you know, been massive delays. And I think at this current moment, you know, a good portion of the countries have gotten back there, got back some gold, but it wasn't the gold bars they sent, which lets us know that the integrity of the uh, gold vaults, as well as the price set me mechanism, things, all those things are, are very bad. And therefore, all those nations that repatriated their gold, they didn't get their own bars, but they got somebody else's gold, uh, of course. But anyway, last little bit here, then I'll move on to the next article. Uh, it just talks about uh, more of the derivative side of things, and I'll let you guys you know, deal with that on your own. But sweet and simple. But here is more of that Gajarit. Uh, property. I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering it because I, I dump. Yeah, I'm sure I'm butchering it. But anyway, here is the picture, and I use this as a little bit of the thumbnail. And this is that financial hub that appears to be being built out right now, where the international bullion exchange will reside at. And of course, it seems that every uh, like we have in the Middle East, we have a lot of the Asian nations. They are all building these large skyscrapers. And of course, this gold building here will be the focal point of this particular region here on the western side of India. But yet, as of right now, it's, it's still being built out. And it's interesting how every one of the BRICS nations are positioning themselves in a, for a position of authority when it comes time to set the price discovery for the bullion. So anyway, just more information here as to what's been developing. But this is 2018 here. So they're literally just starting construction on this region here and they got big plans and I'd assume their plans on being at the forefront of this next world order plays a large part in why they're doing this. And of course the need to start that uh, bullion exchange. So this just is just more of I, what I would consider the infrastructure being set up for the nations that think they will be in charge of this next monetary order. And I think a lot of this uh, infrastructure development here has a lot to do with that. Those future plans is underway. Anyway, on to what's happening when it comes to the deflationary pressure on the economy due to, uh, as we're being told here, consumers not spending enough on things that they typically do. You know, we we've, because we're a consumer nation, majority of people spend their discretionary capital on, for the most part, junk and luxuries, as well as little knickknack items that are just, they've been so cheap for the last 10 plus years because we can buy them from walmart or amazon but it appears that a lot of the uh service sector uh, retail stores are struggling and then what's even surprising as well alphabet google misses on earnings and revenue for the second quarter so to my knowledge i haven't done a good job of diving deep into the full spectrum of companies but 
a majority of the major fang companies are all suffering and uh their future projections are not as promising as they were during the uh, age of stimulus and things of that nature so just a, a sign of what's to come and we haven't even really began the true contraction of this economy uh what else we got here walmart earnings with humanize the toll of inflation analyst says and so the world's largest retailer slashed its second quarter and full profit outlooks uh, late Monday, owing it to rampant inflation and consumer retrenchment for the uh, discretionary items such as apparel. It says Walmart now sees a full year's earnings tank to 11 to 13 percent compared to the prior estimate of just one percent. So that's uh, a lot more than forecasted, but it is happening here. And where th- where does this all show up at? We all know where this shows up at. It shows up in the consumer's pockets. And so here's just uh, more signs of what's going on now. But then again, we have our politicians rewriting the rules, talking about, oh, two contracting recorders of GDP doesn't signal recession. Just look at what people are willing to spend or what they're not able to spend. And that tells you what the true health of our economy is. And so here we have uh, from finance, this was as of yesterday, but never too late. Difficulty paying bills tops pandemic high in the u.s census survey so as you guys can see here just you know in the main economy in main street where it matters most there's still people that are struggling on top of all the you know increased consumer goods and items of that nature and it just talks about here just since that time frame a lot of people have been feeling a pinch and it listed out by state and city here so just something worthwhile to paint a picture as to what's going on for those who may not be too tuned in with that. But of course you guys are. And then near, here's another one. Nearly half of all Americans are falling deeper in debt as inflation continues to boost cost. So this is what uh, we're being sold. They're literally shoving panic and fear down our throats. And of course we never hear nothing about any of the good things happening in the economy. And of course, that's by design, because the goal is to make sure that the mainstream media that's owned by a small conglomerate of, I think, about six or seven different companies that get their scripts from one or two primary sources, the narratives remain the same. And it's all designed to paint that picture of the economy is responding to the Federal Reserve's attempt to fight inflation, but yet they're not able to curtail it. So they're going to point the blame outwards and rewrite the script as we move forward, just because there's nothing they can do just because debt in of itself, unless it, unless it continues to grow, ter- turns out to be problematic as we're witnessing. So, but this is what's going on, but I want to check in real quick, share what's happening in the headlines and uh, beyond the noise and the distraction of things happening locally per se, remember to keep your eyes on the much bigger things. And it happens to be, the long-term agenda of the orchestrators and that east, west, left, right, back and forth, all in regards to one particular item, which has been the linchpin, in a sense, to the global economy. And it happens to be this instrument right here. Like we're literally on the last stretch of this particular medium of exchange known as the Federal Reserve Note, which is what has been used to get us to this point to where the entire global infrastructure has been weaponized by an excessive amount of i.e. dollars on top of all the things that we know very little about, i.e. the euro dollars and 
all that craziness out there. But wherever the dollar goes, so goes the world economy. And right now, India, China, Russia, Brazil, and all the other OPEC nations who have real world resources, they're already setting themselves up for what comes next. And of course, it has nothing to do with the greenback on the international stage. It will still be used. We will still be counting things in dollar terms and pricing things in dollar terms, but it won't have the same dominance and presence on the international stage. Therefore, that automatically leads to a downgrading of the, the, the standard of living in this country here because we're literally falling backwards into more of a, I, I saw a phrase out there, it's, it's called third worldization. And so I've always been talking about for the last several years how I could see once the credit system in this country uh, comes to a halt due to the banking sector. And while I'm at it, let me share with you something else that I almost forgot just because I did not add it to my to-do list of things to talk about. But it is extremely important in my opinion. And let me grab it if I can, because this is the pens that might end up popping the global debt bubble. And it has to do with the commercial banks, in particular, the two big to fail banks. So here is a last article here and uh, just leave you guys with something to chew on. But uh, this is from Wall Street and it says here. Federal data shows J.P. Morgan Chase is by far the riskiest bank in the U.S. And so when you say the riskiest bank, it, it, this article is very detailed in reference to how uh, the banks have grown and so have their liabilities and the accountability towards all that interconnected confusion between the two big to fill banks has grown so far and wide that they really can't contain anything and i would imagine that's why jp diamond what came out several uh weeks ago talking about a tsunami that's coming he mentioned that the tsunami of the of the, the likes of what is coming we have never seen and i'm thinking like you know wow that's you know and it's it, this article here categorizes it gives you 12 sets of criteria that labels these as globally systemically important banks and these in this bank here, Jamie, JP uh, Morgan Chase is has, has has checked off number one. And, and I think it said eight of the 12 categories, basically saying that it is the most dangerous and systemically. Uh, whew, uh, yeah, it, it's it's like that. And for those that may not, let me see if I still have my uh, one little file on deck here just to show you for those who may not remember. Uh, here we go right here. So I'll play this for a quick pain. Moment. It's we, right now. It's kind of sunny. Things are doing fine. You know, everyone thinks the the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there down the road, coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy or uh, yeah, Sandy or or uh, Andrew or something like that. And it's you, you better brace yourself. You better brace yourself, Mr. Jamie Dimon, the president of the most systemically dangerous company in this country and globally might I add is talking about a hurricane coming so you better believe he know what's coming but anyway i'll let you guys dive into this further on, on your own just wanted to check in share with you what's happening what caught my attention and uh, we'll definitely touch on this more uh this evening so if you have not already definitely uh, make sure you 
panel join us this evening, and I would love to hear from you guys directly. So we will be back on tonight. I'll do my best to make sure I'm here, and uh, we'll chit-chat some. But other than that, hope everyone has a blessed day. Stay prayed up. Get your weight up. Do everything you can to minimize the contagion event that's already in the works, like literally. Because the U.S. will be the last country to experience what's happening in all these other nations where there's protests right now as we speak. And so take advantage of that opportunity. Time is on your side right now. The grace of God is still actively working within this country. So there's always opportunities to be a blessing to others, as well as protect yourself financially, spiritually, emotionally, socially, you name it. Uh, you guys know what I what I mean by that. You know, get your faith up. Faith up. But anyway, everybody, be blessed, be safe. If you enjoyed this rant, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And if you like it, definitely share this so other people can get an alternative perspective as to what's going on so they can stay plugged in. That's what it's all about. Continue to wake up as many people as possible while there's still time before it becomes obvious. Because when it comes when it, when it becomes obvious, you know what I'm saying, it's too late at that point. So uh, I think we still owe it to our fellow man, brothers and sisters to do our best to try to reach out to him with the good news of Jesus Christ that he saves, as well as get you some gold, get you some silver to protect yourself financially speaking. But anyway, till we meet again, be blessed, be safe. Peace. The next recession. Recession. Recession will be. Will be a recession. We're going to hit a recession. The date of the next recession. A, a U.S. only recession typically lasts eight to ten months. A, a crash is coming now, whether it's six months from now, 12 months, 36 months, no one knows. If you have the right plan to set up, uh, you can you can make a lot of money from this.